0: Hi everybody and welcome back to the Unraveling Podcast with Kelly Becquera. Today we are going to continue on with our series on the world versus the word. If you didn't catch last week's episode, it was on peace, and today we are going to be talking about identity. If you are new to the podcast, feel free to go back and start from the beginning. We're only 10 episodes in and I hope that you will listen to it, especially if you're interested in the anxiety series that we had done previously. And as always, you guys, I so appreciate any of your rates and reviews. They help the podcast be seen by other people. And I also just want to remind you to make sure you subscribe so that you will get notified in the future when the new episodes air. So let's get started on today's episode about identity, and I hope it blesses you. series we are essentially talking about the differences between the world versus the word so the messages we get from the world versus what we find in the word and the truth is that they're pretty drastically different and this is concerning because if we aren't careful what we are receiving from culture all the time basically everywhere we look is these messages that aren't actually true in terms of what God tells us and the concept of identity is no different so you probably won't be surprised to hear me say that our culture often tells us that our identity lies in external things. If you think about it, it's such a norm in our culture that even when we meet somebody, oftentimes one of the first things we ask them besides what their name is, is what do they do for a living? Like, what's your job? Or, you know, something like that. If you're in, if you're younger, maybe it's where do you go to school? Things like our job or our roles in our family, our successes, um, our appearance, our statuses, stuff like that. That is where our culture tells us we find our identity. And it also puts labels on people. So we group people together in our culture. Um, so the idea of um, maybe it's what people do. So like even, for example, just a very small one would be like, oh, that person is a runner or that person is an artist. Or we also um, put people in groups by their mental or physical health. So something like that person's a diabetic or that person is that person's anorexic. Um, stuff like that, we actually group people together based on these external things or things that maybe they are struggling with inside, whether physically, emotionally, psychologically, whatever. And so what we can derive from that is, according to our culture, our identity stems from what we do and what our roles are. And so the whole concept of doing that isn't necessarily a terrible thing. It's not like it's mean-hearted or mean-spirited to do that. But the problem with that is if that's where we find our identity, our identity is going to be incredibly unstable. Because anytime we put our identity in something that is bound to change, which these things will change, um, we are basically setting ourselves up to lose our identity, to feel lost, to maybe feel extremely disappointed, and then we're gonna have to actively seek out a new identity. And so there are a ton of examples of this, but I'm just gonna give two um, maybe I'll give three. So the first one would be like, I hear this a lot from people who have been athletes their whole life. So they grew up playing sports. Maybe they even went on like to college with a scholarship for sports or something like that. And our culture really, really values athleticism. And so people, it's so easy for people who are athletes to find their identity in their sport, um, because it's reinforced in them that that's, that's who they are. That's why people like them. That's where they get, um, affirmation from and so let's just say somebody gets a scholarship into college and that is like their life revolves around this sport and people are telling them maybe not directly but indirectly that this is who they are they are a football player they're a soccer player whatever it might be and then they graduate and maybe they don't make it to the pro sports because most people don't and just like that their identity is gone. And I have talked to people who really struggle with this, that they get out of college and they have no idea who they are um, because so much of what, how they found their identity was in the sport. And obviously, this is not the case for every athlete. I'm just using this as an example. And really, it can be super difficult. They are expected to now go get a job and just kind of find a new identity. But if you have, that's been your identity for so long, it's, it's really scary and it can be really heartbreaking too. Another example of something that I hear often from women um, is women who have maybe throughout their life been um, they meet the, the criteria our cultural standards for being really beautiful. Like, they find their identity in their looks. Again, it's something that people commented on their whole life. People um, told them how beautiful they were. Maybe their friends told them they were jealous. Um, and so that was something that was just continuously reinforced over and over that they are worthy because they are beautiful kind of thing. But then, like it always does, Mother Nature takes its course, and we don't stay young forever, so um, our bodies change, wrinkles come, gravity happens, and maybe they had babies, um, and then all of a sudden, they no longer stand out like they once did, and they feel like they have no idea who they are because this thing that they had um, put their worth in, their appearance, isn't, isn't there like it was before. And so now they're not sure what, where their, their identity actually feels shaken. And that's what happens. It's almost like you continuously are running to find a new identity when our identity is shaken. And it will be shaken if it's in things of this world. So in that first example, maybe um, now that I can't be an athlete, well, I guess I'll just go get a job. And maybe I'll try to climb the corporate ladder so that I can find my identity and work. Uh, Maybe I can't be the prettiest person now, so I'm going to put my identity in being the best mom. And honestly, this is exhausting. It truly is, because our circumstances will always change. And then unfortunately, sometimes we don't actually find a new identity. We don't find that next thing that we feel like we're super good at or that we want to dive into and that we can immerse ourselves in. And so sometimes I think this is when an We feel like it's like an identity crisis. We don't know who we are, and with that can come all kinds of things. When you don't feel like you know who you are, it is very difficult to find any joy or contentment in life, or even feel like you have an idea of what your purpose is or have passion, stuff like that. So because this was a topic that many people wanted me to talk about on the podcast, I have a feeling that this resonates with some people as they feel like they don't know what their identity is, or they don't know how to maybe live into their identity, maybe. My guess is that you probably know what I'm going to say already about identity and where we should find our identity, and that is in Jesus. I know, shocker that I would say that, but it is so, so true, and I just want to talk a little bit more about that, of what it means to find our identity in Jesus and why we need to do that as believers. So the Bible talks about us not being our own, um, that we were bought with a price, and things like we were adopted as sons and daughters, that um, we belong to Jesus. And there's a whole bunch of scripture on that. And um, I'm just sharing that because I think that sometimes what happens we, is we take those things, or maybe um, we think about that, and it feels like we have to forfeit over who we are when we receive a new identity in Jesus. It feels like, okay, well, we belong to him, so like we have to just, you know, get rid of ourselves, which is true to some extent, but that we have to actually like, get rid of who we're supposed to be to go to Jesus. But that that's not the truth at all. Quite the opposite happens. When we go to Jesus for, identi- for our identity, um, for the first time ever, we will come to learn who we actually really are. So essentially, the closer to Jesus we get, the more we know Jesus, the more we will know who we really are, the closer to our true selves we become. And of course, this makes sense because he made us. He was the one who decided how we would be. He gave us our DNA. He gives us our personality. He, he made us intentionally. So the closer we get to the one who created us, the more we are going to understand who we are and our identity is going to be found in that. First Peter 2.9 talks about we are a chosen people that God literally chose us because he made us. And so he created us. So our identity is in Jesus. So you might be saying at this point, yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it, but it is easier, I know, to say this than to actually live in this and actually living out your God-given identity can feel really difficult in this world. And so one thing I really wanted to talk about that I think is super important to this, the one thing that I think that stands in the way of us living in this identity is just these lies, lies from Satan and these lies that we believe about who we are. So even if we know these truths that like we are chosen. Our identity lies in Jesus. He created us. So even if we know these things, there is often a gap between knowing this and actually believing it in our heart and living it out. And why? Because the things of this world are so tempting. It feels so tempting to want to put our identity in these other things. Like I can so see why it People get so wrapped up in getting, putting their identity in work because if you are successful at your job, it feels so good to get praise and it feels so good to um, be really good at something and maybe get paid well from it. I mean, it it's almost can become addicting trying to put our identity in some of these things. I mean, even thinking about putting our identity in a image of ourselves. Think about just our culture and social media and think about Instagram and how um, we put these pictures out there that look so perfect and pretty, hoping that people will affirm that and compliment us because that it feels good to have our identity in something like that. Our world is constantly telling us to put our identity in something of this world so that we can feel good. But our world is lying and Satan is of this world. He loves that we find our identity in this stuff because he knows it will fail us and we will end up disappointed and we will most likely end up super lost and confused the last thing satan wants for us is to be so grounded in our identity in christ that even if our lives do fall apart we don't because we know who's we are and we know who wins and we know that jesus has victory and that that's victory that's what we get to walk in that is our identity we belong to the one who wins So I want you to just take a moment right now and think about what or who are you putting your identity in? Where are you finding your identity right now? Is it in your career? Is it in a certain relationship? Is it in your image? Is it in your money? Is it in anything that is of this world? Where are you finding your identity? And I will be totally honest that one thing I struggle with is... That it is really hard not to put your identity into motherhood because kids are so like taxing. Like my day is consumed with children a lot. I don't have free time. I'm always thinking about them. And so it, it's really easy for me to just put my identity in there. And I'm not saying that I'm not a mother. It is definitely, being a mom is definitely a part of who I am, but it's not the foundation of who I am. The foundation of who I am is a child of God. That is my identity. I do have the role as a mom though. And so even some really good things in our life can turn into an idol in some ways because we, we end up putting it before God. And so this is, it's kind of that idea. Are you putting your identity in something that's not God? And so if you find that, yes, you know, I am putting my identity in something else. Maybe it's, I'm putting my identity into how the world views me or something like that. then I just want you to, one, the first step is just to, Be honest about it and realize it and then know that this is a great place to be because now you can start to kind of shift your thoughts and really um, open up and allow God to work in that. I also just want to go on a quick side tangent real quick that I know that some of us were not taught about our our God-given identity. Some of us did not have parents who are speaking the truth into us and that can be so incredibly hard to break off. I hear people all the time talking about having parents who always commented on their weight and made them feel so bad um, about who they were because of how they looked or their weight and stuff like that. And so they now find their identity and their worth in um, their appearance. And that's just an example, but it's just really important to know and to recognize Or you told lies from the beginning. Even if you have great parents, sometimes this can happen. Great parents mean well, but every parent kind of messes up their kid a little bit. And so maybe from the beginning of your life, you actually weren't, these, these truths weren't instilled in you. And so there could be things that you are struggling with from way back when that are still a big part of where you're putting your identity. And so just take some time to really think about that and pray on that and allow God to show you maybe where you've been putting it. And so just kind of going back to what we were talking about, when it comes to walking in our God-given identity, we have to know and be immersed in scripture. And I don't say that as someone who's like, you need to read your Bible every day or some legalistic thing like that. Um, I just know for a fact that if you're not immersed in the word, it's so easy for the world and what the world tells us to come take over us, essentially. If we don't have the truth of the word to help us fight what the world is saying, we might find ourselves believing the world a lot more often. And so as maybe cheesy as this answer might sound, the answer to really finding your identity is knowing and being in the word and growing in your faith that way. Knowing what God says about you and um, believing it and acting as if it's true because it is true. And so I'm going to read for you guys something that I wrote for my kids. It's kind of like an identity statement and it has a bunch of verses in it. And I can actually probably attach this to the podcast notes as well in case you want to print it out for yourself. Um, but I, another side note quickly make sure that you are, if you're a parent, this is a great opportunity for you to practice. Instilling these truths into your kids because maybe that wasn't instilled into you like we just talked about but You can put these truths. I mean they your children have to decide if they want to believe it or not But you can start telling them these things And so this is something that I wrote for my kids and honestly, it's not just for kids It's for literally anybody and everybody. So i'll just read it to you quick You are a child of god chosen by him and dearly loved He handpicked you to do his good work He has a great plan for you and will do more with you than you could imagine. With him, you could do anything and get through anything. You have a spirit of power and you are bold as a lion. You are also kind, compassionate, gentle, and humble. You will never ever be alone and nothing could ever separate you from his unfailing love. He is with you always. And so something even that simple just incorporates one, two three four five six seven eight nine ten ten different verses from the Bible and so I wrote this out with the Bible verses on them and that's a great way for us to start memorizing verses and I want this to be super um, instilled in my kids' brain so that they can actually remember this when they need it and honestly I need to hear this every day too because again I fall so easily into the lies of the world and it's something that I'm really working on to make sure that I don't just let the world suck me in and tell me these things and believe it because it's not true. And I do have a choice on whether or not I'm going to believe what the world says or believe what the word says. And so I just want to encourage you today that whatever you need to do, maybe you need to just get in the word more often or maybe you need to actually write out identity verses and put them on your mirror, maybe in your car. Not that you should be reading while you're driving, but maybe in a planner. Maybe you need to like Put them on your forehead so you see them all the time. I know I like need them everywhere, or or it's just so easy for them to slip out of my mind. So for me, I need the actual physical reminders. But once you read them enough, it also does mark your brain a little bit more, too. It's easier for me to recall these things the more that I read them and memorize them. And so check out what I put in the notes, because if you don't know where to start, I can probably help with that. And um, yeah, just go... Go find out for yourself what God says about you and who he made you to be because you already have an identity. It's not like your identity hasn't been found yet. You are already made with one and now it's just up to you to go to God so you can actually live in that identity. And I promise you, even though it doesn't sound glamorous like some other identities might, there is nothing in this world more fulfilling than truly walking in and living out your God-given identity. Nothing at all. And I'm going to be praying for everybody listening to this because I know that this can be a struggle, but I will be praying for you. And I thank you so much for listening. I hope that you will share this podcast with anyone who you think might benefit from it. And then I also hope that you will be back next week. Thank you guys so much.